Welcome to David's Life and Observation with your host, David Welch. And this episode discusses the results of the Chauvin case, where he was found guilty on all three counts, and deservedly so. He deserves to be found guilty. Now, you have the other situation where a 16-year-old girl got shot by a police officer, I believe in Ohio. The problem with that case is that the officer had a choice to make. He wasn't given a lot of time to make the choice. The 16-year-old took the choice out of his hands by wielding a knife at the throat and trying to do damage to another girl. I'm sorry, but when the officer has to be put in a situation to take a life to save a life, and for some god-awful reason, the 16-year-old girl decided it was okay to attack people because she was never taught otherwise. I'm sorry, like, when you're 16 and you're engaged in a fight or, you know, something like that, and you're the one who is the aggressor, who is attacking people, especially if you're wielding a weapon, and you get shot, there is no sympathy there. I do not feel bad for you. Damn near an adult, making a damn near adult situation worse by wielding a knife. You know, you know, fights are crazy to begin with, but when you start wielding weapons to do permanent or life-ending damage, then yeah. People are gonna, other people are gonna step in and defend the person being attacked. So, I don't feel any sympathy there. You know, that officer should hold his head high. He did the right thing given that situation. At the end of the day, yeah, it's sad anytime a 16 year old girl gets shot because did she have to learn that way possibly? No, could there have been another way? I don't know. I can't even speak for that officer. Given that situation, given the, the size of the damn knife this young lady was wielding at another person, I don't know if he had time to deploy a taser. What if that taser wouldn't have done shit and she would have got off a couple of those stabs in the neck? I mean, we see we see the loons all the time with the damn knives where uh, there's a random, I think it was a while ago, it must have been like a couple of years, where this older lady for no reason attacked these children in a park while they were walking with their parents you know and this little girl and a young boy got stabbed by this creepy older woman who happens to not like kids and the damn father was too damn weak to fend off this crazy hag of a lady who decided to stab these kids I'm sorry, but that that's a situation where she would have forfeited her life. Absolutely. You now you want to attack kids with a knife? I'm sorry, you're done. You don't get a Pasco. I don't care. I don't care if if the the knife would have been knocked at her at her her hands in some sort of part of a scuffle. You don't deserve to walk the planet anymore. You're done. You do not Pasco anymore. You know I would keep assaulting that person until they no longer were able to breathe. You know, and then if I were shot off at that point or tackled or whatever, that's what it would have been. But, you know, you don't sit there and try and stab my kids or any kids and expect me not to go to the point where I'm taking your life because you represent a clear and present danger. 
to children. So ending your life is absolutely necessary. I feel the same way about pedophiles. You got a an older man pursuing or an older woman pursuing kids, you know, and it's becoming more and more prominent with women getting caught. I'm not saying that it hasn't happened in the past. Now women are getting caught is the problem. I'm assuming it probably happened many, 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 many times in the past where, you know, female teachers, you know, pursued younger men in the, in the classroom. You know, these young, these young guys don't know what to do. You know, they're experiencing their first bit of attention possibly. You know, I don't know. But pedophiles, female or male, after the ruling comes down and they've pursued somebody, I would say, under the age of 15, <coughs> should be summarily shot. Marched out. Shot. Done. There's no, there's no amount of appeal. There's no amount of correction that'll be done at that point. Now, you're probably asking, well, why did you set the bar at 15? Well... Even 14, but 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds, and 17-year-olds, especially young ladies, start really pursuing men at that time. And I'm talking men-men. I used to hear it all the time. I used to I used to be that kid in high school who'd be disgusted with girls my age or younger who were with men-men, like 18, 19, 20-year-old men. But I, I got it psychologically. You know, I'm like, these guys have money, freedom, a job, and a place of their own. What girl wouldn't want that, in my mind, right? Uh, it, it still holds true today when men have an, abund- ab- an abundance of stuff that women want. They're the ones that are pursued, like money, power, nice lodgings, ability to go on vacation and buy things that they want and do things that they want to do. When men can provide that, they are highly sought after. This dude could look like a straight dump truck. (laughs) And women will go after him because, you know, that is what they're willing to subject themselves to in order to get the lifestyle they want. We see it all the time where a young woman is, you know, in their early 20s, you know, late teens, going after guys in their 30s and 40s because... Those guys are super well-established. They're higher up in their careers. They're making solid money. They're, you know, in the, they're making probably the best money they've ever made. They're in houses. They drive nice cars. They have disposable, disposable incomes that they can, you know, go to great gatherings and parties and events, you know. And, and it's, it's true for the young American men in this country that, some young men can pursue that and attain that very young. Some men can. Not everybody can. Not everybody's going to. It's a, as, as well as a, as a lottery. Especially if, you, if you're a young man who chooses duty and service over, over being a civilian and giving you know, a career shot. You know, you're sacrificing a lot of your testosterone-fueled years into the service of the military or you know, whatever have you, right? So, you know, those those years are, you know, and, and 
not to say that you don't make okay money in the military. You absolutely do. You make pretty decent money in the military. More than I would say the lion's share of people who are not in the military, uh, who are in entry-level positions at local businesses trying to find work. Because a lot of businesses nowadays require a degree. And, and, and that's something I don't understand either. I mean, degree inflation is so freaking bad that, you know, having a master's degree is almost negligible. It doesn't make sense to people. They're like, yeah, great. You have a dime a dozen advanced degrees. So what? Where's your PhD? Why aren't you a doctor yet? Like, it's almost that, it's almost that mentality. Like, we almost live in the Star Trek universe where, you know, everybody has a doctorate or multiple doctorates and something. <laughs> you know, and we're we're living like that '90s show, The Pretender, where we have to be able to do every fucking thing. We have to know a little bit of coding, a little bit of cybersecurity. We have to know how to physically do things, take apart things. Uh, we have to be able to read and comprehend on a super high level. You know, and in the past, like when I was growing up. People had niches, right? Like, if you're a mechanic and you had that skill, you know, you were very much a sought-after person, especially amongst your friends who would carry you, you know, give you extra work on the weekends and, you know, shit off the books, you know, which is great extra money, and you can pay for a lot of things with that. Now, there are still some mechanics out there that are going to make okay money, but you've also got a group of mechanics out there that are just not getting paid shit, but they have a particular skill set that they should be able to make quite a bit of money from, but they have other skills as well. You know, I've I've got friends that are just culinary artists, but they work in a shit kitchen. You know, they they want to open up their own, you know, fancy restaurant, make their own meals, and you know, getting the getting the capital to do so, and pursuing a, a business loan, especially with you know loans and banks the way they are now, they're really. <laughs> excuse me not inclined to do that at the moment you know especially when everything is so in flux the market is in such a flux that it's just crazy so anyways i digress you know with with academic inflation and everything that it is uh you know we have uh i a situation where we're in the united states of america and you have very educated people that have nothing, no job prospects. They have nothing. Now, Gary V would be like, they don't have nothing. They have a phone. They just need a process. You can't make money without a process. And this is true, but a lot of people do not get taught the process. They get taught a skill set, but they don't get taught the other part of that process to market themselves create their own business line and things like that and you know create a book of business now that's exactly to the my point where it's this stuff gets ironed out a lot of the time by men in their early to mid 30s and it's these men that are in their early to mid 30s who have these amazing younger women attached to their hip because they're very much attracting these girls who are coming out of high school, coming out of college maybe, with with really no uh, desire to make or spend their own money. Now, that's not all women. Of course, 
there are a the 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 numbers are actually so much more lopsided in the other direction that it's kind of insane but there are some uh i think i would say traditional women that would fall into that category and the which would explain the disparity of ages between young young ladies and uh older men being together which is why i go back to my original thesis on uh the cutoff age being 15 uh for you know getting in trouble with the whole uh pedophilia portion because 16 year old men and 16 year old women equally are thirsty and they really go after now 16 year old men 17 year old men and 15 year old men will go after pretty much damn near anything they can get their hands on that's that's just being a testosterone fueled man that's that's they're going on pure testosterone they're dumb, not as well educated now, and say I mean they got high school smarts, some of them, but still it's like they they're running up here testosterone. They very athletic. They've got you know the physiques that they're going to carry with them and build upon for years, and it's going to be you know something that appeals to an older woman. You know you got these guys that are just you know exciting to them for some reason now to say younger men at the 18 19 20 are not exciting for them is not untrue they are but you know they may feel like they just are not around them enough or they're not in a situation within contact enough same thing with young uh young ladies and older men in the in the working profession of teaching where you have these young ladies now a lot of people are like, oh, well, they're being controlled, they're being groomed, they're being this. And a lot of that may be happening, but there is equally a willing party with that 16-year-old. They will often say in court, oh, I love him. I love her. I love this. I love us. You know, and they, and from their mindset, they mean that shit. They're like, no, 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 like, I... Like, I love Mr. So-and-so. He's treated me the best I've ever been treated. But Mr. So-and-so is going to go to prison for pedophilia. But when there is a huge difference between the age of 14 and younger being pursued by someone in their 20s and 30s than somebody who is in their 20s and 30s pursuing a 15, 16, or 17-year-old. I mean, even 15 is washy for me. I say more 16, 17, 18. And a lot of people keep... And this is something I don't understand about our society either. They keep raising the bar in adulthood because now they're saying, oh, well, you can sacrifice your life for this country and sign on the dotted line at 17. But we don't want you to smoke, drink, or engage in any fucking thing else until you're 21 to 25. I don't believe that shit. It just creates more of an opportunity for other fucking people to control people. And this is something we got to get a, get around as Americans. We have a, we have an under we have this unrelentless belief that people owe us an explanation for shit. Why? Why? Like Jorge doing his job and fucking, you know, working on whatever the fuck he's working on. And doing whatever the fuck he's doing, whether he's wearing a uh, a work uniform or not, is not your goddamn business. No, nope, 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 nope. Mm -mm. 
You know, if, if you see a guy who's out there taking photographs at a park that you happen to just show up at, he's probably, you don't know how long that individual's been there. I'm sorry, but if you're in public, that person's allowed to be there in public and take pictures of whoever the fuck he wants. I'm sorry that you feel uncomfortable. I'm sorry that, you know, you, you live in an age where you have to live in a perpetual state of fear that someone's going to by chance take your picture. Too fucking bad. You're out in public. Businesses out there. I don't know why this happens all the time too. Businesses out there are fucking hilarious. They, they honestly will tell you that because they contract with the government or have something to do with the government, that you shouldn't be doing an investigation on who the fuck they are and what they're about. I'm sorry, but if they're committing crimes, they're committing crimes. I don't care if the business is goddamn Greenpeace. If you're committing crimes or you're being investigated or somebody just has a fetish for what it is that you have at your damn uh, places of employ, like some people dig factories. Some people dig uh, uh, different types of plants, like gas plants and coal and, you know, and the breaking down of elements. People are fascinated with that. Some people have a, a thing for uh, planes. That's why we have a thing called plane spotting or trains. You know, people have a fascination with these things. Unbeknownst to us, people have fascinations with bugs as well, but we don't bother them when they're playing with their bugs, Right. We don't bother people when they're fucking just sitting there near a train track catching pictures of trains as they go by. And nine times out of ten, well, I wouldn't say nine times out of ten, I'd say five times out of ten, we don't bug people that are sitting there watching planes. But lately, that's been untrue. Anybody who dares to whip out a fucking pair of binoculars or a camera while they're looking at different types of planes is now a goddamn terrorist. Ugh, we gotta worry about terrorists in this country. Ugh. The only terrorists in this country are the goddamn politicians that are spending money that we don't have on things that we, quite frankly, don't need to spend money on. Why is it that we give so much fucking aid to other countries, but fuck our country? You know, just it's just always been that way. Just fuck the American people. We got the juice, you know, for the squeeze. You know, squeeze us, not anybody else. Fuck our infrastructure. Do you, like, you got to ask these American politicians, do you think all the people that were helping abroad are going to pay us back at some point with allegiance? No. No, not at all. They're going to fucking turn on us the first chance they get because they're going to see us as the land of milk and honey and they're going to want what we have. So there's going to be a point where you have all of the continents of the world that are going to be fighting for what we Americans have. It's going to happen. We don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. You know, the global fight on resources is going to take place. Because there's not enough. When you have people on this planet that are in this planet and some place, and animals and things, and they are starving, they are dealing with hunger, disease, and all sorts of other fucking things, pandemics and you want them to you want them to just sit idly by while you know like some people in america are gonna live high out the hog and just be you know the glutton for everything in excess or are you gonna have these people get mad that they don't have that 
and come and try and get it. I think they will. But let's go back to what we were talking about earlier. Let's talk about Chauvin. Now, now that he's been convicted, well, it's probably going to get turned over on appeal, but that's another matter. Maxine Waters. Um, it's probably going to get turned over on appeal, but I also believe that uh, we need to charge the other officers that were involved. You had officers that were intervening and keeping people away from being able to assist Mr. Floyd. That's a crime. You have officers that were intimately involved with the crushing of Mr. Floyd. They used their body weight on him as well. They should be charged and sentenced. We still have this ungodawful fucking un no understanding of why we are not charging every damn officer in the Brianna Taylor case. Every single one of them should be charged. They fucked up so bad they deserve to go down. They compromised the scene in several situations on camera. Now you got one guy who's gonna who wrote a book and he's gonna profit from that murder. I think not. Then again, he's gonna make it. He's gonna make it happen because he's a cop and cops get carte blanche to just kill people in this country. That's why we had the young Toledo kid killed. Yeah, was that little kid a shitbag? Absolutely. Did he deserve to get shot? Absolutely not. Uh, from all accounts, he was complying with the officer. Didn't have a gun in his hand. Turned around slowly. Hands were up. Shot anyway. Because fuck minorities in this country. We're going to shoot him. So, I mean, what else are we going to do, folks? You know, we're just constantly shooting motherfuckers in this country because they don't instantly comply with police demands that is unfucking real we live we live in a goddamn police state and people are getting mad at other people using the illusion of oh well you know stop calling them nazis well i'm sorry cop if you didn't do nazi like shit and tell try and tell people what they can and cannot do and they absolutely can and can't do that then that's some Nazi shit. When you pull people over just to, just to, just to get their papers because you know their ID means every. Their ID tells you that all the crimes they've committed. Their ID tells you every goddamn thing. Because their ID tell, is going to tell you that they're committing a crime right fucking now. No, it gives you an opportunity to put them in a cage because they may have a warrant that they don't even know about. And that gives you an opportunity to fucking put them in a cage. They may have a, an, an assortment of fucking things that they don't know about. Like a suspended license. <coughs> and I find it hilarious that you have cops today that are charging people for tags, charging people for invalid driver's license, and charging people for services that the motor vehicle department cannot help people with right now. But they're going to charge them anyway, and then they're going to do their the whole fucking adjudication uh, online via Zoom, and they're, the judge is going to rule in favor of the state, obviously, because it's a money-making scheme. They're going to make as much money as possible while people can't go get the service as possible. So a lot of people out there are driving 
illegally. And this is the, you know, you got the tow companies in hog heaven because they're being called left and right to grab a vehicle off somebody who didn't know their driver's license was suspended or didn't know that they had uh, improper documentation, you know, or they did know and they're just enforcing the improper documentation. Not everybody has the ability to have up-to-date everything on their fucking vehicle. Just is facts. Never understood that shit. But there's some shit we need to get straightened up in this country. We need to charge the other officers in Chauvin's case. We need to charge and convict every officer in the Breonna Taylor case. They, they fucked up. They compromised the scene. They did not do what they were told to do or by policy. And they need to be tried. And summarily convicted. They don't. The whole qualified immunity is. It's, it's not a law. It's made up by the Supreme Court. So they. They themselves. Need a penalty for creating something. That should never have existed in the first place. Qualified immunity was made up by them. There's no law. There's nothing to justify it. But constantly getting away with crime organized crime over it for decades ever since it was ruled upon that somehow judges prosecutors and law enforcement agents of every ilk have this magical thing called qualified immunity well i'm sorry if it's not a law <coughs> why is it being used as a jurisprudence i don't understand How the Supreme Court decided to create something out of thin air, I don't know. But I believe in that situation, the Supreme Court should be fined. We should do a shuffling of the deck. Get rid of all the justices who are involved in that situation and put them behind, put them behind bars for terrorizing the United States of America with their, uh, with their ill-informed decision. Now, you might say, David, well, a lot of those uh, politicians are dead now. Or those Supreme Court members are dead. That's okay. What we can do, and what we reserve a right to, is uh, we can go after our current state of government. We can oust all of the politicians forcibly if we have to. And from now on, if we're going to attack anything like the Capitol, we're going to shoot first and answer questions later. We need to have that mindset when dealing with law enforcement. Shoot first, answer questions later. It is better to be carried or better to be judged by six than carried by 12. Or judged by 12 than carried by six is the right answer to that. I said it backwards. So it is better to be judged by 12 than carried by six. So with that mentality, officers, just know, and we've seen it lately where people are fighting back, it's going to happen more and more. So for those officers that are quitting, quit. Good. Stop being in law enforcement. If you got your if you got your uh you know, your salary and everything cut, don't cry. Go find a real job. Go find and do something that's going to be a productive member of society. You're not a hero. You never were a hero. Only few officers are ever heroes. Ever. Some officers save lives. Facts. Some will. Most don't. Most harass, terrorize, and destroy the communities they exist in. So pretty much all communities. 
I just don't understand how we have the state of law enforcement that we do from our portrayal of law enforcement and understanding of law enforcement from the time I grew up. But I should have realized it long ago because there's a little show back on TV, you might have heard of it, called Family Matters, where Carl Winslow, head of the household, was a law enforcement officer, very respectable. You could just tell he did things by the book. Great personality, no-nonsense dad. Everything you want to interact with. And there are some good cops, there are some genuinely good people out there that are in law enforcement for every right reason, do everything right. I'm not speaking to those guys. I'm not. Those guys, those guys do the badge justice, but then again, it's hard to, it's hard to give those guys credence and support when by and large, the whole department is full of villains and criminals. You know, it's hard to be, it's hard to be a good guy surrounded by bad guys who are making bad decisions all the fucking time and who honestly believe that just because they say something, it has to go. When they don't know the law, you have so many young men and women in law enforcement who just quite frankly don't know the law. They don't care to learn. But I digress. Anyways, thank you for tuning in today as Life and Observation with your host, David Welch. I do look forward to uh, you know, having more podcasts and getting more shows out. Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, let's charge the Brianna Taylor officers. Let's charge the rest of the show and officers and call it a day.